world and welcome to a series of unfortunate sequels where we explore the highs and the lows of cinema's most enduring franchises my name is rebecca and i am john <laughs> i like i really had to, i don't know why i like really had to think about what i was saying there for a second <laughs> like my brain couldn't it was i'm a robot now I'm, rebecca's gone and i've been replaced with robot rebecca no. i'm sorry i look the same you do is that okay no. is that enough Oh, you're so cute. <laughs> Today we're talking about IMDb's highest rated movie in the Tremors franchise. Yes. Yes. Tremors 1. Yeah, the first Not one. Not called Tremors 1, just called Tremors. It's, I don't think they planned to have a following four films. Nobody expected it, <laughs> least of all the viewers of Tremors 1. <laughs> I didn't realize how many there were until years and years later and even then when i decided to do tremors and i looked up how many there were i forgot how many there were it was a shocking amount yeah well i mean you've got everything you need in a movie underground slug creatures mm -hmm. kevin bacon but i don't think he's in the other ones yeah he might show up for one but i think he's he, certainly not in it by the end i think he and a lot of other people showed up for the very short-lived television series <laughs> by the way which i think had three episodes <laughs> that sounds right. That's about how many movies there should have been, max. <laughs> yeah, plus two. <laughs> yeah. So what was your experience with the Tremors franchise? Do you know which ones you've seen? I for sure had seen number one. Okay. And I for sure had seen number three, which I only remembered because of the ass blasters. Yeah, that's how he, he thought that was maybe the first one, and I did not remember any ass blasting. Yeah, I was like, I Tremors... That's where they fly and, and shoot shit from their behinds, right? And she looked at me like I was fucking crazy. So I Googled Tremors fly shoot from butt. And <laughs> sure enough, all the clips of the ass blasters came up from Are YouTube. Are they really so called that? I think that was the name they gave them. Oh, cause they Because they didn't call them Tremors in this one either. The last name we get is Graboids. I don't think the worms themselves are supposed to be Tremors. I think it's, I don't know. I had seen the first one a long time ago, and I was excited to rewatch it because I was very curious if it held up, which we will talk about at the end of this. And I had seen half of the latest one, which is called uh, Tremors, A Cold Day in Hell. It's from 2018. I got about halfway through. I think I was even live tweeting it, and then you came home and you watched a little bit with it like of it with me i don't think you remember this it was like maybe a year and a half ago or something but anyway and then i turned it off because i thought i'd been watching it for about an hour and a half and that it had an hour left no i had been watching it for about 45 minutes but <laughs> it felt like way longer there are apparently six tremors movies by the way i thought there were five actually i thought there, i think maybe i hoped that there were four but there's six We'll always hope there are slightly less than there end up being. <laughs> For sure. All right. So John is going to take us through to what happened in Tremors. All right. So this movie starts out much like our last movie, staring at a dude's ass. <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> yes, it is. We do get a lot of Kevin Bacon ass. Yeah. Movie. This one starts with Kevin Bacon peeing over a cliff. Mm -hmm. uh, and you you get to see him as a character. You just immediately grabs his own ass afterwards. Yeah. And, he, uh... he, the first thing that happens in this movie is Kevin Bacon pisses over a cliff 
and then just like is gross about it and then as he's walking away he just scratches his asshole like it's real deep in there you know he's got like this white t-shirt with just a stain all over the front yeah, of it yeah it's cute yeah so we meet him and his friend earl who are working i got no names out of this i'm so impressed right now i got valentine and i imdb'd earl <laughs> okay never mind <laughs> So we we meet them. They work they're working as handymen mm. in what is basically kind of like a borderland style desert town. Yeah, it's in Nevada. It's just kind of in the middle of the desert, in the middle of nowhere. Very very tiny, not even a town. It's like a village basically. Yeah. Basically everyone who lives there is in this movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, we meet them. They do random work for random people. That's pretty much what you get to know about them they're kind of like anything you need fixed they'll kind of do it because like we mentioned the town is small and they're probably the only people that can do it (laughs) so they're they're taking care of garbage they're putting up fences they're not fixing refrigerators (laughs) all the good things so they're on one of their runs and they run across a seismologist who Mm. is here from college yes pursuing her phd Mm mm-hmm now kevin bacon really wanted her to be sexier than she was he really he had a laundry list of things he was hoping for when he saw her including like blonde legs for days uh chest that won't quit uh, yeah green eyes green eye which she ended up having yeah that's the one thing Mm -hmm. uh but yeah she he he meets her and i mean she was she was good looking it was so funny they had this like moment where like kevin bacon's face falls and the music gets sad and as this beautiful woman walks up to the truck but she's short and a brunette and has freckles and is wearing shorts and boots so like no one could ever love her (laughs) she was wearing protective lotion on her nose so as to not get burnt she didn't even have glasses. This, that's normally the stereotypical right? ugly bitch. Or a ponytail. Mm-hmm. No overalls. It's weird. Yeah. So they they meet her, and then they find out that she's been having some weird readings on her seismology equipment. Foreshadowing. <laughs> As if the title were not also <laughs> foreshadowing. Yeah, just let us know. So they... Uh, they're like, all right, well, you're not a pretty blonde, so they leave. Mm-hmm. They go back to their town of perfection. Is that what it was called? <laughs> that was what it was called. Wow, I really caught nothing in this boom. Yeah. They pretty much decide, hey, I don't want to live here anymore. This place sucks. It seems like the type of place that nobody leaves. That's kind of the feeling you get based on, like, the size of it. and Yeah, but I also don't know how they, like, reproduced or... But there are a lot of... There are two children in this movie. I'm not sure who one of them belongs to. I don't know who the dad is of either of them. I we don't know who's related to who, but there's only like ten people there. Yeah. So I don't. But whatever. Anyway, <laughs> they want to leave, which took me a long time to figure out. They're like, they they're collecting garbage and keep talking about getting somewhere, and I'm like, are they going somewhere else? I I'm so confused. Eventually, I did figure out that yes, they were planning to leave town. So they're looking to leave town to get to what is probably the next town over, yeah. <laughs> which I'm sure is a, a just a beacon of society in comparison. Yeah, maybe they have like 30 people instead yeah. of 10. <laughs> they have more than one store, maybe. Yeah. So on their way out, they pass a an electrical pole, and they see a dude in it. They're like, hey, isn't that that dude that they knew from town? <laughs> the 11th person like in town. <laughs> 
<laughs> he always wears that jacket. Mm-hmm. So they climb up to pull him out because they assume he's drunk and climbed up an electrical pole in a drunken stupor like you do. Mm-hmm. And they find that he's dead. So they bring him down, bring him back to town, and they find out he died of dehydration. So something, something <laughs> must have scared him enough to climb a pole and then not want to come down. So he just let himself die up there yeah they didn't jump to that conclusion though we the audience jumped to that conclusion they were like well that's weird bye (laughs) (laughs) that's one thirsty bitch let's get out of (laughs) here so uh at about this time you also see a little side scene of uh, an old white dude and his uh sheep farm and he gets eaten and then his sheep get eaten yeah he was number 11, or 12. He was yeah. the 12th person in town. I guess you have to have that first victim. I was glad that it, I guess, was just a random dude. I, I It often is, but it's also often, like, a pretty girl, too. so Or someone having sex. Yeah. You know, that's big in a horror movie. Mm-hmm. So this was just a rando dude. Yeah. Just ran, rando dude just tending his sheep. Yeah, poor rando dude. Got it. So our heroes stumble across him as well. Well, they stumble across his farm, notice that all his sheep are just kind of dead, and go to find him. Then they, they didn't find eat his the head. sheep. They they did, but they're like bits of them. Oh, okay, guy, I forgot how long it took us to get to the point where they realize what's happening. They found they came across a lot of bodies. Yeah. So at this point, they're like, "Well, there's a murderer on the loose," because yeah. they just find this dude's head basically in mm-hmm. the ground. So they're they decide to go back to town again. And they pass some um, people working on the roads on the way, and they're like, yo, get on out. There's a murderer. <laughs> and at this point, they, they get they get eaten, too. Yeah. And then there's a rock slide, which mm. blocks the road. It blocks the one road out of town. The one it road. It should be noted. <laughs> yes. So the they get back to town. They kind of explain, hey, probably a murderer. And that's also when they find the little... Uh, snake things i think on the truck yeah so like a a kind of large large worm slash snake was attached to their truck everyone's very calm about this by the way i think i'd be flipping the fuck out yeah they try to call the police on what is apparently the one phone in town but the phone's dead (laughs) and then they try the cb radio where it's explained that that won't work because of mountains I don't know why you would have a CB radio. (laughs) I guess to talk to the other 13 people in the town. Just walk. Everything's 10 feet away from you. (laughs) Cool. So at this point, we meet another old couple that are building a house, and they get it. Yeah, this was very frustrating to watch because it was like, okay, the dude got Ian, and then the woman gets in the car, and she wants to drive away, but she can't because there's no keys. And then, like, you, this is when you realize that they're not just a bunch of little worms. It's the little worms are attached to a giant worm creature underground. And they start eating the car. And she has a while to get out of the car, but does not do so. Granted, we know now she probably still would have died. But she's just literally sitting in the car screaming in the front of the car. And it's being dragged from the back. It was, like, on par with Kevin McAllister sitting in the basement with his phone and not calling the police when he's locked inside. That's, like, the level of anger I was feeling. Yeah, we should specify. Kevin McAllister in the shitty one. Yeah, in Home Alone 4, not the first one. Yeah, it was it was a weird death. So, the our, our heroes are like, hey, let's... They, they have tried the road and have found that it is dead. 
So they decide, let's take horses instead. That way we can go off-road and we'll get to the next town. So they decide to stop by the doctors. Now we find out the doctors are the two people that we just saw die. Oh, yeah, the doctor and the and his wife. Yeah. I guess we did see him earlier, but... Oh, yeah, I completely forgot about that. I had forgotten about him, too. Yeah. So they find the buried car, and they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Understandably. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I, I'm pretty sure at this point they don't think it's a random killer, but have no idea what it is. So they are... This is also the point where they're like, okay, fuck this. We're not... <laughs> We're not going back to town. We are taking these horses and getting the hell out of here. This is weird. And on the way, they're attacked by a giant worm, unsurprisingly. Eats one of the horses, startles the other one away, and then chases them real good. <laughs> now they dump into what is uh, kind of like one of those rivers that has like uh, the concrete on both sides, which I'm sure has an actual uh, a name. Ditch, I guess, or some kind of man-made. yeah. You know, think, Whatever. think that Terminator 2 thing driving through the, that. <laughs> a ditch with concrete on the sides. <laughs> I'm sure made for like water or something. But <clears throat> Well, yeah. So they jump into that and then the worm hits the concrete wall and then it dies. Mm-hmm. This worm was much easier to kill than literally every other worm they come across. In yeah. The others, but... This is the last time you'll see a worm die by just running into a wall. <laughs> for the rest of the movie, you're going to see worms just break through walls like it's fucking nothing. <laughs> So they they see this giant thing. The jewel, the uh, seismologist comes back at this point and is like, hey, what are y'all doing? Oh, shit, giant worm. Yeah, she kind of se- seems to understand the significance of it a little bit more. And I, I wrote down a note here where, like, it's so classic that humans have found something new and killed it and they're so excited. Like Kevin Bacon and the other guy. I don't remember his name already. Earl? Earl. Damn, I'm good. Okay, so Kevin his Bacon and is. Earl. <laughs> oh, honey. <laughs> They're all excited that they've just killed some new species. And like, oh my God, it's horrendous. It but... might be the only one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they're like, we did it. We're going to be so rich. Um, but yeah, the uh, the seismologist does understand. Like, um, this is like a whole new fucking species is trying to figure out where it's from. Because, you know, she goes to college. Yeah. And also... <clears throat> These, if this is the cause of the readings, I saw lots of these at the same time in many different places, so probably not the only one. <laughs> yeah, so this is when she realizes that there's at least three more, probably, three more, I think, is what she comes to settle on, and they have to run away. As and they are chased by another one. Yes, and hop on some rocks. Yeah, so this rocks one will not be safe. fooled by the concrete, I guess. Yeah, can't, can't fool me again. <laughs> So they're on the rocks for a bit. They spend the night there because the the worm can't get up there, so it's kind of safe. But running to the car would be too far from where they are. So they spend the night on the rocks hoping that the worm will lose interest. It does not. It just kind of chills. So they wake up in the morning. It's still there. So they're like, all right, we got a lad in this shit to get out of here. (laughs) Let's just pole vault from group of rock to group of rock until we get to the truck. Long jump ahead of the earthworm. beautiful thank you (laughs) so they make it to the truck and get away back to town where they explain everything to the rest of the people in town basically while in the general store there's a lot of arguing and boring stuff that i was paying attention to yeah disagreements about what to do blah 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 yeah blah 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 (laughs) there's like this little asshole kid who keeps pretending to get attacked for laughs (laughs) 
<laughs> we don't know who his parents are, by the way. Yeah, by the end there. of the movie, I could not figure out who his parents were. And he's got to be like 15. Like, he's not a kid old enough to be on his own. Yeah. He's, no idea. Yeah. No, he's just a little shit. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, he gets attacked for real. Yes. The Graboids have come to collect their due. Mm-hmm. They've decided at this point. Well, no. One, literally one dude has decided to call them Graboids. Oh, is that what they were calling? I really and then just... has and then he quickly dies. They just kept going like "son of a bitch" and "bastards," and you know they were just <laughs> yeah, no real names, which mm-hmm. you know that's good. Yeah. So the worms are now attacking the store where they're all kind of hiding out in, and just con- in general causing havoc. So they uh, they run out to try and rescue a little girl who is. Uh, you know, playing with her pogo stick in the middle. Yeah, of the they road. didn't warn this girl, I guess. A yeah, girl. No. with her Walkman on, so yeah. she couldn't hear them. <laughs> Naturally, Kevin Bacon tackles her, and uh, Rhonda gets attacked by one of the snakes. Who's Rhonda? The seismologist. Oh, the seismologist. Okay, I forgot everyone's name. Seismologist Rhonda. Okay, Rhonda, the pretty seismologist who doesn't have blonde hair. Who does not have blonde hair, and soon does not have pants. <laughs> She gets attacked, barbed wire gets wrapped around her feet. Obviously, the solution that Kevin Bacon comes up with was, you have to lose the pants. It's the only way. It reminded me of Alien. I was like, women just need to end up in their underwear at some point in a horror movie running around. Luckily, she she wasn't pantsless for very long at all. And it wasn't super male gazy, I would say, like the framing of her. But it was still like, you know, she still ended up with her cotton panties on at some point yeah it was it was odd and i'm not sure it doesn't seem like that would have worked (laughs) she had barbed wire tied around her her like legs and i think it could have worked her pants were really baggy i don't know whatever doesn't matter is this the most unrealistic thing about tremors who cares might have been (laughs) so they they get back inside the owner of the shop gives Rhonda some more pants to wear and at this point the freezer that is in the store starts shaking. Now, it had shaken earlier in the movie, and our brave handymen were like, we'll get to it later. <laughs> so uh, they didn't get to it in time. It starts shaking. They unplug it, but not before the worms hear it, who are attracted to vibrations and noise. <clears throat> yeah, they have finally figured this out. And it should be noted the stores are all, like, very old, like all the buildings and stuff. A lot of people live in trailers. So the building they're in, it's, it's just not, like, poured concrete on the ground. It's literally just wood. So yeah. the, the worm is able to break through. Yep, and eat the poor owner. Yeah, poor owner. Hmm. And the rest climb up to the roof. Yep, that's the safe place, the <laughs> roof. So there is one gun-loving couple in the in their small town (laughs) and through this whole time basically that the worm's been attacking they've been kind of scouting the area because they saw like the the little worm that came back on the truck and they're like well we'll go see if we can find any signs of it they don't because we know now they were all underground the whole time so they find no signs of it existing they get back they get back to their house they get back to their house the way from the general store where everybody else is now just standing on different roofs they've kind of been separated but they're all just standing on the roof yeah so they use a cb radio to talk to the people at the general store who were like yo there are some underground monsters you should get up on your roof but before they get a chance to 
and underground monster attacks. <laughs> yeah, they're in their basement, which is poured concrete, and the walls are all concrete, but for some reason, this worm's able to break through the concrete. Break right the fuck through. Luckily, it's in a room full of guns. Hundreds of Literally guns. full of guns and bullets, which Reba and her husband, because Reba is one of the people... <laughs> I don't know her character name, but it's just Reba. She's Reba. I don't remember the other guy's name. Who is the other guy has a mustache and he is in is every Tremors Burt? fucking movie. Was Burt, that? maybe. Maybe. Burt Macklin. Yeah. <laughs> he lasts through the whole franchise. Yeah. So I mean I mean we knew that. So we knew they weren't going down in this basement. <laughs> but they basically fire pretty much every gun they have at this worm. It, it lasts probably twenty seven full minutes. Of them just shooting this worm in the face. 27 minutes. They do finally take kill it off by busting through a glass case where they keep their largest gun. For some reason is in a glass case. I'm not sure why. I guess to make the moment more dramatic. Yeah, you know. The super long double barrel elephant rifle. <laughs> yeah. Which does for, for kill For all the Arizonan elephants. <laughs> Nevada. All the Nevadan elephants. <laughs> Nevadan <laughs> Ne- Nevadian? <laughs> Nevan. Please don't at me if you're from Nevada. <laughs> so they kill this one. They get super pumped. They tell everyone else. But now it seems as if the worms have gotten smarter. Oh, boy. They're kind of like... These worms are almost like Highlanders, where <laughs> when one dies, the remaining power kind of goes into the rest of them and... Uh, Anytime one dies, it seems the rest of them get significantly smarter. Yeah, I don't understand. It's Even if they're miles away, which sometimes the other ones who dies, they are miles away. I don't know. So this one dies, and then the other two simultaneously learn, hey, we could probably just dig up the foundations of these buildings or like get underneath them and then just raise them up with our big heads. <laughs> so they do that. <laughs> they, uh, they pretty much take down... Uh, the general, the store. general store. They take down the trailer where another angry white dude was hiding, and they're like, "Oh no, get up to another roof, quick, or get <laughs> get get off the ground." So he decides to hide in a big tire. <laughs> he literally climbs on a tire, and then you hear we don't pan to anyone else, but you hear Kevin Bacon go, "That's not good enough. That's not going to do it. That's not going to do it." He gets it. Yeah, he gets sucked through the tire. Like, literally through the tire's hole. That was the funniest fucking shit. Well, I guess, I mean, people do dumb things when they're scared, I guess. You know, we've all hidden in a tire or two in our day. Oh, my God. It was so funny. At this point, they're like, oh, well, they're going to just kind of get us if we stay here. We got to get out of here. Let's get to the mountains. They don't seem to be able to get us on rocks. But how are we going to get there? Let's take that big tractor, a big cat tractor. Surely... They won't be able to lift all that weight up. Now, keep in mind, these are the worms that just lifted up the foundation of a general store, <laughs> including everything in it. But yeah, no, let's go with the let's go with the tractor thing. So they do that. It works somehow. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like it's t- it's taking the worm longer. So as long as they keep moving, the worm can't really like get enough leverage to lift it because they do have to stop to pick up the gun loving couple who must, of course, load the tractor with all of their shit and bombs and stuff. <laughs> the explosives they made on their roof. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's it's when they're sitting there that the worm has a chance to kind of lift it. I'll give it to them, I guess. They didn't really have a lot of options to get out of here. Yeah, you know. 
So at this point, they're all in the tractor. They're making it to the mountains. It's easy peasy, home free, everyone's safe. Mm-hmm. Victory music. But then it turns out these surprisingly super smart worms have dug a trench right in their path that they fall into. Mm-hmm. So now the only thing they can do is run to an outcropping of rocks using one of the bombs as a distraction. So they do that. And they're like, well, we don't want to just kind of chill on this rock and die. So they get the idea (laughs) to do some fishing. 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 But the worm is the catch (laughs) instead of the bait. Did you write this down? Were you that excited to say that? I didn't. I actually just thought of that. (laughs) I didn't get the irony until literally right now. You're so funny. Right? (laughs) So they throw rocks to attract the worms, and then they throw a bomb on the ground, and the worm's like, ah, got you now, nom, 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 and ate the bomb, and then exploded. Mm -hmm. They're very excited. Orange goo everywhere. Mm -hmm. Straight up global guts in this bitch. (laughs) So we also see a quick shot of the inside of one of of the worm that just got blown up and it looks like there are eggs Eggies. in there yeah that was a very classic horror movie thing to do back then in like the early 90s this movie was from 1990 you always had to leave that little bit of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah good thing they did we might not have gotten a tremor six <laughs> in like antarctica or whatever <laughs> how the fuck did they get we're gonna find out i guess <laughs> so then they're like all right sweet we're gonna do that to the last one too but like we mentioned when one dies <laughs> the other all the intelligence smarter. goes into the last one and this one's real smart now this last worm yeah so they they try fishing again and it bites again they're very excited but then it's like oh god that will be very sonically pleasing i'm sure <laughs> i can't wait to edit that later <laughs> Spits it right out onto, miraculously spits it straight onto the bag of explosives that they have on the rock. (laughs) It's a real smart worm. Yeah. So all their explosives go up, except for one, which is in Kevin Kevin Bacon's hand. Also, at this point, Kevin Bacon and Earl and Rhonda have (laughs) teleported very far away. Yeah, like they all had to run and duck for cover, but everyone else managed to stay in the rock area. But for some reason, the three of them are just out up in the desert. Like real far away. like... I think even one of the characters was like, how'd you get out there? And I'm like, that's a great that's fucking a question. Very good question. How did they get out there? I mean, I haven't seen a lot of two through six. Maybe it turns out that one of them has teleporting powers. Possibly with their ass blasting abilities. They are unstoppable. Maybe. <laughs> so they need to try and get back to the rock, but they're like, oh, it'll never work. We have to use our bomb as a distraction. But Kevin Bacon's like, nah. Nah, I got this, brah. <laughs> He's like, Leave fuck it to this. Me. And then he runs away. <laughs> so they run to a cliff. So, uh, you know, probably around where Kevin Bacon was peeing earlier. <laughs> so you get to see that his peeing off a cliff is really a life-saving gesture. Oh, it was foreshadowing for later. Mm-hmm. What a genius writer. Speaking of foreshadowing. Uh, yep. <laughs> So they, for, for those familiar with the Tremors franchise. <laughs> so they, they, they go to the cliff and they throw the bomb behind the worm to kind of urge it to go towards them faster, I guess. And then jump out of the way at the last minute. And the worm goes through the wall and falls to its death. Mm-hmm. At which point Kevin Bacon yells out, 
forget how he worded it. It uh, was like, can can, can you, you fly? fly? Yeah. More foreshadowing, <laughs> but not for this movie because this one cannot fly no. and splatters real good. Yeah, yummy. So basically, but for the future people who haven't seen future Tremors movies, they do indeed fly. They do in future fly. Tremors movies. Oh, <laughs> uh, I wonder if they'll still be flying by the by the time they get to the sixth one. Oh, they were. Oh, they were. Okay, yeah, good. They so sure we'll were. still get to see flying ones yeah. by the time we get to the lowest rated. Which spoiler alert. Is number six somehow. <laughs> somehow. Yeah. Who would have thought? So they go back to town. Everything's all good. Happy ending. And Kevin Bacon finally lowers himself to loving a brunette. <laughs> Poor Kevin Bacon. The things he has to put up with. He had to settle. Yeah. So kissing scene. Credits. The, the end. end. <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> The end for them, I guess. So there were a few things I noticed about this. I'm a really big fan of horror films. And I miss this kind of horror movie. We don't get a lot of original horror these days in general. We don't get a lot of monster movies. And I love monster movies. And we don't get a lot of movies where, like, this many characters win at the end. And I like that. I like that most of the people were alive. I think there were only... I mean, like, a lot of side characters died. But of, like, the main group of people... I think only one, two, two died. The general store owner and then the asshole guy who hid in the tire. Oh, yeah. And even <clears throat> even even them, I would say, were like... Were not super main characters, yeah. but they were part of like the main core, I guess. Yeah, they, they were part of the town inhabitants, which is already small enough. Yeah. So I did like, I, I don't know, for that, it, I enjoyed it a lot, that aspect. Also, they use puppets, and I love puppets in yeah. horror movies. Very good. Mm-hmm. Also, it's it's the right level of it doesn't take itself too seriously while also not going off the other end of being intentionally hyper goofy, which yeah. is a delicate balance. Oh, I, I like when they go off the other end personally, but that was a lot of that was happening in this time. I was looking at some horror movies that came around this time. We got Killer Clowns from Outer Space around this time, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Not favorite horror movies. That is one of my favorite movies ever made. There was also Elvira was around here. The Blob was around this time. Pet Cemetery, It, Misery. And the same year as this movie was Arachnophobia, which I thought was really interesting because mm. it's another small town overrun by some kind of monster movie um although i think i think i might have liked arachnophobia a little bit better yeah no i don't know what it is i think the characters were more interesting in arachnophobia they had like more of a personality in tremors like everyone's kind of just an empty shell of a person a little bit yeah i was trying i was trying to think of the 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 main character from arachnophobia (laughs) Because we, we watched that other movie recently with Bill Pullman, and I was just picturing it as Bill Pullman, but it was, oh, uh, no, no, it was no. Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were getting, like, a good amount of horror movies then, and I just, we don't even see that many, I feel like we don't see as many releases now, and the trends are just obviously very different. But I liked horror around this time. It was very fun. Um, and it was a lot of slasher sequels, I think. So to get movies like Tremors that popped up and Arachnophobia must have been really cool and very different compared to everything else that was happening. Because you had, like, Halloween sequels, Friday the 13th sequels were going on at this time. This was, like, prime slasher movie time. 
which they're not my favorite slashers unless you count scream because they make fun of slasher films <laughs> but other than that slashers aren't my fave but i'm not sure i'm not sure if i liked the movie did you like the movie hmm oh boy really gotta think about this i think i liked it you think you liked it? i didn't I hate it by any means it knew what it was and it was that <laughs> i guess that's fair what do you think would be different different about it if it was made today? Like, if they were going to do a Tremors reboot, what do you think they would change? Hopefully some of the sexism. Although maybe not. Yeah, no, I don't think that would change at oh, all. Oh, honey, <laughs> I think it might change. I feel like the types of guns that the gun couple had would be different. Well, yeah. They would yeah. have a different arsenal for sure. Mm-hmm. Sadly, they probably wouldn't use puppets anymore. Yeah, that would probably be the biggest change. And it'd be a real bummer. It would be a bummer. Mm-hmm. It'd be a bunch of shitty she- CGI. Because you know they wouldn't put the money in to make it good CGI. <laughs> I think one thing that would be really different is it's less common to get those empty shell characters in horror movies now. And right now, like, that kind of found family aspect, that kind of close-knit group is really big. And you see that in something like like it coming back people really loved like the losers you know the the club of kids who turn adults and the interactions they have with each other and the relationships they have with each other i think that would be a big difference and i think it would be a giant improvement if you do it well yeah i could see that and it would work for this type of setting too yeah i actually that was another note i had that i forgot about i really liked the setting of this movie i i enjoy a kind of middle of nowhere small town monster film um, I like things in outer space for that reason, too, that, like, I'm trapped feeling, I think, is great for a horror setting. And it was a little silly, but it did they, they made it make sense that they had one road and it was closed. There weren't a lot of phones. They were really in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and that's, if, if you've ever been in, like, a real small town, like, it is very believable. It's yeah. Like, yeah, this is mm-hmm. the one fucking road. <laughs> this mm-hmm. is the only way in and out. Yeah, even today with cell phones, that's pretty believable. Yeah. Cell phones would not work in the middle of nowhere, some middle of nowhere town. Honestly, the least believable thing of the entire movie was that only two people had trucks that could drive. Yeah, everyone <laughs> would have so many trucks. And they'd have a lot more guns, too, not just that one yeah, couple. Yeah, just one couple. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone. <clears throat> yeah. Would you show our children tremors? Hmm. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. What, what age? eight nine i'm just kidding please don't show that movie to them at eight or nine it has harsh language that's true that's true it has to be at least 13 before you can drop the (laughs) f-bomb i actually don't know if there was an f-bomb there's a lot of there was an f-bomb oh okay there was one there's a lot a lot of bitches and and... yeah yeah there are also like brains and people's helmets and stuff that didn't bother you as much it was the one f-bomb you know I'm going to say fuck in front of our kid, right? There's just no way in hell I'm not going to. Yeah, it was the F-bomb. They can handle everything else. <laughs> the F-bomb and the woman's legs, because that is Ooh. inappropriate. That's true. Children should not see legs. What would you rate Tremors? Oh, damn it. I never, ever plan this. I would give Tremors. Hold on, hold on, oh, are you going to try to write down what I'm going to say first? He did this last time okay. and nailed it. Tell me when you're ready. You're writing something very long. Are you trying to write the whole formula? No, I was just, just, just making it. I was going to give it one sexy scientist lady. Is that not what you wrote? No, I'm going to wait for the whole okay. thing. Okay, one sexy scientist lady, 
plus her hairy legs, because she did have hairy legs, <laughs> when you see that she had her pants off. Minus one pair of pants, which is very upsetting. Yeah. Um, minus Kevin Bacon. Sorry, Mr. Bacon, if you happen to listen to our podcast. You, you have a real creepy face. and It's <laughs> not my favorite. <laughs> it's just a weird character. Um, plus a couple of good cowboy hats. And, um... I'm also going to, I'm going to multiply that oh, shit. by some worm eggs to, to set oh, us up for the franchise. Very good, very good. And that's my rating for Tremors. So what did you write down? Two hairy legs, maybe a pogo stick, <laughs> and a what? what oh, that was the first one. I actually almost started with two hairy legs, by the way. It was close. You know me so well. <laughs> so what would you rate Tremors? I would rate Tremors. Hmm. I would rate Tremors two beers drunk out of a toilet bowl. Oh, they did drink beers out of an old toilet bowl. I guess it we're I guess we're multiplying now too. It's up so to you, I honey. Got, Go with your heart. I'm gonna multiply that okay. by three thousand guns. Ooh. This is real America. But that would be like a really high rating too. So I'm also going to divide it by <laughs> every bullet that was fired out of those guns. Oh, damn. <laughs> so he gives it a negative 8 million. <laughs> oh, boy. So I think that's it for Tremors, or at least the highest rated Tremors. Join us next time when we talk about the lowest rated Tremors. Tremors 6, <laughs> A Cold Day in Hell. <laughs> tremor or die trying <laughs> did you want to play something on the recorder for us sure so okay. full disclosure i could not remember any music there's no memorable. from this movie yeah the, unsurprisingly they could not get john williams on board with tremors <laughs> so not a surprise not a not a super memorable melody there so I'm just gonna go with one of Kevin Bacon's classics. Sure, the Kevin Bacon classic, Sizzling Bacon. I fucked up. <laughs> Good start. <laughs> Jack. Oh, I'm, I'm skipping ahead because oh. it's literally just that note oh, over true. and over and I over again, which true. doesn't make for good okay. radio. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. We got fancy. What's that? that? Cut, 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 foot, loose, whoa, whoa, <laughs> cut, foot. Oh, yeah. Very good. That's the song, uh-huh. by the way. You know, nobody, nobody. Wow, okay, wow. Well. <laughs> That wasn't even the hand jive clap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. So I have a YouTube channel where I drink wine and talk about books called The Tea Hags. And you can also find me on Twitter at teahag underscore Rebecca. And you can find John here with me. Yay. (laughs) Well, that'll do it for us on a series of unfortunate sequels. This is the first time I'm trying this line. (laughs) I certainly didn't get it wrong several times before this. So, until next time, watch the best. And save the rest for us. Bidely diddly do. Is that, like, are you, is that going to be, like, your thing? <laughs> Every time. That's fine. No, I like it. Yes.
I like it. That was very, that one was very Flanders. 